You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Heart of Dixie After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424 256 1729. And now, another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Heart of Dixie After Show. Ready? Where's music? Where's music? No music. No music. Ah, oh, there it is. <laughs> Welcome back for Heart of Dixie. We are in season two, episode six. I walk the line. I'm your host, Whitney Lane, and I'm joined with fellow hosts Paige Sullivan, Christine Archer, and Michelle Renee. And we are lucky enough to have an actor and the director of this episode in studio. <laughs> Tim Matheson. Hey, how are you? Good to see you. <laughs> so for, happy to have you. Thanks for having you. me here. Should be a great episode. We're going to get some good inside inside stuff from you, I hope, yeah, right? Yeah, I won't I won't break any uh, Can't spoil no spoiler no alerts. No spoiler alerts, okay. But at least we can we can get some of the the ideas of how it's what it's like being an actor and a director. Sure. That's Definitely. great. So we'll break down some of the topics. We'll go ahead and start with the election, because that's obviously one of the big, the overarching themes in this episode. It starts with the debate. What yes. did you all think about the debate? I liked it. I mean, I kind of liked it. I don't like Ruby. So we all know I'm not a Ruby fan, and I was rooting for Lemon this episode. So seeing LaVon flirt with her was not my cup of tea, but it was cute to see him all tongue-tied. I agree with Paige. I'm also not a Ruby fan, but, yeah, I think I agree that... It was kind of cute to see LeVon. Well, even though I, yeah, I'm not a Derby fan. I have a question for Tim. Is someone a Chicago Bears fan? Because the expression bear down (laughs) kept being used throughout the campaign, and that's like the Chicago Bears little... Oh, oh, oh. You know what? Donald same. Todd wrote this, so uh, uh, the question is... Is he from Chicago? You know, I, that I don't know, but I'll have to, I have to get that back, uh, back to you on that one. That's okay. interesting. But, yeah. I didn't even catch that. Yeah. It was wow. funny, though. It's funny seeing Annabeth and Lemon kind of like in the background. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't seem like them, right? No, and they're so cute. Annabeth was so cute because she's so sweet and so lovable, and then she's back there like pretending to choke somebody out. She's like, oh, I watch MMA. I've been watching martial arts stuff. <laughs> so it was cute to see. It was it was nice dynamics between everybody. She's so wonderful, Caitlin Black. She She's just... You know, we were so lucky with the cast. Uh, people come in and, they, and, you know, like she came in for one episode or two episodes first season and was so good and fell into such a great rhythm with Jamie. Uh, and they just kept bringing her back and it got deeper and just bigger and bigger and bigger. And she's just, she's a wonderful, wonderful actress. That's what it seems like. It's a great cast. I mean, everyone, we had, because we had, we told you Claudia Leon. And, oh, one of my You babes. know, it just seems like. <laughs> my daughter. Like, yeah, it's your daughter. <laughs> but no, it just seems like she just raved about how awesome everybody was to work with. And it seems like you all have a really awesome cast. For we, sure. yeah, and, and it's one of those weird things, too, that, because a lot of times, you know, you, the, the feeling that on the show the people have is all acting, you know, and they, you know, sometimes they don't even talk to each other. I directed a show once, I won't mention its name, but two, the two, one of the two of the lead actors wouldn't speak to each other. 
off stage. On stage, they played scenes together, everything was fine. Off stage, they did not even speak to each other. So strange. You'd think that would affect it a little bit, though. It was but you know what <laughs> this show is so different because everybody really genuinely likes each other it's just sort of like Bluebell you know which is kind of the town we all wish we lived in or yeah. grew up in or came, came from Whitney says this literally every day seriously isn't it true no, I mean that's literally my town it's so small everybody knows everything that's happening so it's relatable and it's good to see that but it just, just it seems so nice and southern and everybody likes yeah. each other and even with somebody like Zoe from New York a Yankee coming down there and everybody seems to find a way to get along, and, and at the end of the day, they, yeah, okay, well, you're crazy and you're different, but we're all sort of nuts, so what the heck, you know? <laughs> That's yeah. awesome, though. That's good. Everybody gets along. Because, you know, that has to be fun to go to work every day and know that you're around people you want to hang out with. Kind well, of. it's my favorite thing. I mean, because I've directed a lot of action shows and, and you know, uh, criminal mob. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline lines and mm. without a trace Good and one. cold case and all these shows and they were after a while you get it's depressing because it's like imagine. murder here and a <laughs> slaughter there and kidnapping and jeez and then I started directing Psych and Burn Notice mm-hmm. and uh, um, uh, did the pilot for Covert Affairs and, and uh, White Collar and stuff like that and it's more fun to do comedies because now you're just you're laughing all day and mm-hmm. everybody's having fun and, so, and it's just a different mood those other shows are great drama but it's like after doing many many episodes it's like let's just do the comedies right. <laughs> Well, that's cool, though, because you've dabbled in a lot then. Yeah. So you really get a good variety of different... So what was it like directing Heart of Dick? So we might as well just get right into it. Well, it's so much fun. I mean, it, it's great because I know the actors. Mm-hmm. And um, and I get a chance to just play. And, and, and they're so good, you really don't have to direct much. But, you know, and then it's just... You're like the coach on the sidelines. You know, you say, well, you got a chance here. You know, you just, if you just do you this, you can get another laugh here or something. You know, and, and it's... Um, it's just so much fun, and they're very supportive of me when I have to come in and act, you know. And and my character, Brick, gets a chance to act with Jamie one week, or act with uh, Rachel one week, or uh, Scott Porter, or, or I haven't done too much with Wilson, a little bit with Crass, but so, but with Claudia Lee, I got to do some stuff, you know. And and it's just a different kind of thing with each of them, you know. So, so I'm I'm very uh, very lucky. I was going to ask, how, what is it like having to jump in and act when you're the director of the episode? It's is not, that difficult? It's wacky. I yeah. mean, it's because I'm, usually I, when I direct, I just, I, I don't, I wear shorts and a t-shirt, and, you know, and, and I don't think about what I look like, and uh, did I shave? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> so when I'm acting, I have to go to makeup and get dressed, and, and it's usually, clothes aren't that comfortable when you're acting, but when you're directing, you just want the best shoes, the most comfortable thing, because mm-hmm. you're just on your feet for 12 hours. So it's um, it's a, it's a little different. I found myself like, well, what am I doing in these shoes? Oh, I see. I got to act. So, <laughs> it's, um, but it, it and it's tricky to be focused as an actor and not be distracted by directing. But fortunately, a, a lot of the the my first assistant director and, and some of the actors, I can just look at them and say. Yeah, okay. And they go, yeah, yeah, I'll do it again. 
you know, try to something. And so we'll we'll play, and and it's 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 a very uh, forgiving and and warm atmosphere for all of us as actors. That's nice. Yeah, it's great. That's gotta be good. Yeah. Well, okay. I was going to also ask just about acting in general. I mean, it just seems I don't. It just seems crazy to get in there and just become. I mean, you have a southern accent. I was wondering mm-hmm. what you're going to sound like when you came in here. <laughs> um, how do you get in the mood for for Brick Breland? Well, first off, my mo- uh, my mom was from Nashville, oh, and wow. so I, it, you know I grew up with and and my grandmother was from Richmond, Virginia, and yeah. so I grew up with that. That sound around me, my uh, my aunt Ellen Estelle, she, you know, I mean, uh, so I, I was uh, always surrounded by strong Southern women and um, and crazy Southern uncles and aunts. <laughs> just, just, That's for sure. So, so it's and, and it's, so it it really brought out a part of me and that it was it was I found it just a part, you know, a deep part of me, and and it brought up a lot of feelings when I. Um, when I start, when I auditioned for it, and I got the part, and when I did the first uh, episode, and, and and it just resonated for me, and that's why I've, I've loved doing this show. It's just, it's a real treat. It must be nice though to be able to relate to a character like Lemon Breland and say, "I know this person in my life." You know, this strong-willed, maybe kind of crazy <laughs> Southern woman. She she's a go-getter. I mean, it, I think all of us know this person in our lives, and that's what I like about Heart of Dixie. All the characters are you you know somebody. You know, yeah. Absolutely. And, and honestly, I don't. There's not another actress I know that could play that part like Jamie does. Uh, because I think most times you'd find an actress you wouldn't like her. You know, I mean, it's sort of Reese, Reese Witherspoon sort of's done it. Yes. You know, but it takes somebody really special because you, she can be so bitchy and mm-hmm. so crazy <laughs> and just you know, and. And yet you still like her and you still care about her. And, and you yeah. root for her. Even tonight you rooted for her, you know. Like, I did. I couldn't help it. I just, I feel for Lemon, you know, her relationship fell apart. And even though she was manipulative and she, was, she, was, <laughs> she wasn't faithful to George, I still wanted her to win. I don't know. You're right. It's something about her that's kind of endearing that you kind of, you want her I'm to I'm glad win. to hear you say that because, you know, I play her father, so I give her a great, you know, <laughs> it's my baby. I mean, it's she like, is, oh, why, yeah. oh, well, she is sort of like that. But I love her. You know, so right. I didn't know it was just me or if the audience does too, and I knew the audience loved her. But oh, it, yeah. it's it's um, and, and it brings up for me. I have two daughters who are twenty four and twenty six, mm-hmm. and so similar age. To mm-hmm. Lim's a little older, but it's like um, I know ex- I, I I have two girls. I have two girls in the show, so I you know a lot of the things that we do on the show I've gone through or am going through. So mm-hmm. it's 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 like home to me. The well, learning that's experience, nice. yeah. Are you the, are you kind of the same parent as Brick? Like, have you ever been that kind of like, you know how he how he kind of is with Magnolia? He's just like, I, I'm not gonna take you driving here. I can't deal with that. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, I've been a good parent, a bad parent, a negligent parent, and, and, and <laughs> it all, an overly spoiled father, uh-huh. and you know, spoiled my kids, and and but uh, it, I'm real proud of my girls. They're, they've done really well, and and um, my, you know, my son's. All, I have my third. Uh, child is off in college now, so um, yeah, they're great. I mean, but it it, it gives me a lot to play when I when, when I go to work. That's yeah, that nice. must be nice. Yeah, I mean, this show's got so many diverse characters and so many different relationships. Everybody has a relationship with each other, whether it's Brick and Wade, who's a, just his bartender, and like the, <laughs> you know the town drunk and kind of man whore. I guess. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> But, I mean, it's nice to see the... She likes him. Oh, yes. We are all Team Wade right here. We'll tell you that. Good question. Team Wade or Team George for Zoe? I mean, you work closely with Zoe a lot in the show, so... 
Well, I, she, I, he I can't be George. It can't be George because yeah. because he, he uh, should have you know yeah. he should have manned up. Right. He should have just broken up with Lemon. Right. You know, I mean, you don't, you don't stay with somebody 15 years and, and then have confusion about whether you, on the wedding day, <laughs> you putz, you uh-huh. don't have to do that. Oh, at least you feel the same way we do. I'm oh. glad she hit him. I, hell, I wasn't going to hit him. <laughs> Seriously, we're like, come on. We, we, we think George is a little too nice, which you could kind of see tonight. He still, he steps up for everybody, even when Wade needs him. He goes in and, I mean, obviously there's something going to happen, I think, between him and Tansy. We'll yeah. see what happens. But Predictions. Yeah, I know. I can't say that. It was just like right there. <laughs> but he's just the nice guy. He's always there. He's trying to date all these other girls. He's going to end up, he, he's probably the monogamous type, I think. He'll end up settling down with He's somebody. But what's great? about th- this year as, as it's gone for, for George, especially now that he's free, he gets to be much a much broader character. And so and Scott gets to have more fun with him and um, and everybody gets sort of unleashed, you know. I mean, Lemon's off on her own and I'm off you know, I get out there and cl- you know, uh, um, yeah, Magnolia God, yeah. No, she's a hell on wheels. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen with her. That's yeah. for sure. The funny Lucas. part was that when, when she actually came in here, her parents came with her and and she's her dad 15. was she's I mean, fifteen, she's, right? She's, she's, and and her dad was talking. He's like, "I'm trying to teach her how to drive yeah. right now." And <laughs> was she so says she's a much better driver in real life than she is in the show. But yes, yeah, it's yeah. good to know. It's kind of funny at all. <laughs> yeah. kind of, I thought about that when I saw I, her driving tonight. I wrote that down. Yeah. Well, that was the main thing that, about that episode was that we we had. We had a whole meeting with Warner Brothers and Warner Brothers Legal and Warner Brothers Lawyers. Oh, my God, this girl, don't let anybody, she could hurt somebody. And Rachel's in the car with her. We're going to have to double her. You know, so we, we had these, we had a test scene where she came out and tried the car. We had the stunt coordinator there and all this going on. It was, and we're very safe. We, are, we have to be, because you have Rachel Bilson in the car with her. You know, God forbid she'd drive it through the wall. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, right. we all, actors do crazy things when they're in a scene and if you're thinking about your lines and you hit the gas who knows so but she was fantastic i mean she is such a pro because she's a singer and a performer she's used to being in front of a crowd and in front of an audience and so it didn't phase her well, that's good. And I'm glad nobody got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Not um, even a chicken. That's what I was going to say. So what was it like when you had to, di- like, how did you all manage when you were directing to get the chicken to go the same way every time for Ruby? They said, well, we we have great uh, animal wranglers. And, you know, so in prep, we get the chick, you know, we have the gags and you talk about what you want the chicken to do because they can... Chickens <laughs> can be trained to do certain things. There were like 11 chickens. Oh, wow. So you could swap oh, out a chicken. Smart. You want the chicken to go straight here, you could get the chicken to go straight there. And then seriously, basically what we did was we just put the chicken in there and shot, just kept rolling and, and then saw what the chicken did, you know. And then we put the next chicken in and then do it again. And it, and it, it, was, it was really quick. But these are the best animal people. Uh, that I've ever worked with, and and uh, for some reason uh, we're now starting a lot more animals in the show, and I got um, <laughs> swans and wow. uh, goats in the in the finale episode last season, swans and goats, oh, and, yeah. and it was ah, uh, and, and but it was great. They, they they performed just like they were supposed to. Yeah, I never thought about it, but you do have a lot of animals. I mean, you have Burt Reynolds too. Yeah, Burt Reynolds <laughs> is there. Yeah, and the armadillo that one episode. Yeah. I mean, yeah. those are some. Crazy we, animals. We have a whole manger scene coming up for the Christmas episode. We've got, there was a, a baby camel. There was oh, a, wow. a baby pig. There was, I mean, it was like, it was like a petting zoo. It was amazing. 
That's pretty nice. What a funny what a funny thing though with the election that you kind of decide who's gonna win based on where the chicken walks. Only in Bluebell, I right? think. Right. That can't happen anywhere. That is not real life. That could happen at home in Virginia. I could see that happening. Maybe not in Charlottesville, but maybe in your uh, town. Who knows? No, but it's nice. It was it's kind of funny after we got through this big election like we were talking about before we started, uh, to see the election in Bluebell, which is so much, I mean, it's it's not simple to them. I mean, it's a real big deal to the people of Bluebell. But for me, it was kind of, you know, oh, this is nicer to watch than what we were going through and the stress of it all. And this is more just people caring about other people. It's true. And, you know, except the election is not over yet and because there's still Arizona still counting. Oh. Yeah. Right. yeah. Shout out to Arizona. You guys just hurry up. You got till tomorrow night, I think. We're all waiting. Yeah. Right? I know. Yeah. Pick it. Go go out with the chicken. Yeah. yeah there we go. Arizona. Arizona. What's the deal? I don't know if go they have chickens in Arizona. <laughs> Maybe. If they don't get it by tomorrow night at midnight, we go with the chicken. There exactly. we go. Exactly. You can send, exactly. send one from the show and send it to Arizona to make the decision. And, right? Yeah. Let them go whichever way you'd like them to, <laughs> That's right. to end up. Come on. Let's get it over with. Now we all know how to do it if we have to vote for That's something. That's right. There we go. Well, Gosh. luckily, we all guessed that LaVon was going to win, and it was your vote. Rick's vote. That's right. That I was a little bit stressed. That clock was moving. I was like, come on. We were really rooting for LaVon because I don't know what it is about Ruby, but she kind of... She, she turned us off a little bit because we are now, like we said, rooting for Lemon a little bit more, which completely you're not. No. Go ahead. I'm not us. rooting for Lemon. I mean, I'm rooting for Ruby and LaVon's relationship. Oh, interesting. Yeah. More so. I'm not that I dislike Lemon, but I just like the idea of LaVon and Ruby together because, like he mentioned earlier, like the characters are kind of going off on different paths this season, and we've already seen the relationship between Lemon and Levon a little bit, so I want yeah. to experience a different relationship. And she's got a tough before. character because she's coming in. She's from Atlanta. She's a city woman. She's educated, and she's not a small town woman anymore. So it's and it's a great contrast to what Levon's used to, and and so it does mix it up. And so their their storyline does. You'll be happy. I I also oh, oh. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> I also was a little shocked going back to the election when we did find out who won and LaVon won by a vote when she was saying, you know, I really was going to hop the next bus out of here. And it kind of made me mad. Why do you want to be the mayor of a town you don't even want to stay right. in if you don't win? I mean, that's a poor attitude. And so I think that's what it is about Ruby. And she just wanted to win and prove herself. And without that, she didn't really care about I think, No, I think she was going to leave because she had feelings LeBron. for him yeah. mm-hmm. and she would have it would have been too painful for her to stay mm-hmm. so that's why she was going to leave i think that was the implication at least that's how i took yeah, it yeah that's what i thought too i you thought she's cuz she's she's you can tell she puts up some walls you know you, you she's confident and everything like that but you can definitely tell there's all that history between her and Levon. there's something there for her. i love the scenes with her and lemon i mean oh, yeah. they are just <laughs> they go at each other i mean <laughs> Dear. Well, they're, they're both the firecrackers, yeah, that's really? for sure. Yeah. yeah, they're one and the same, honestly. That the, when they were going for that same guy at the bar a couple episodes ago, yeah. it's just funny. and it's <laughs> But it's sad to see Lemon lose out again. Aww. She'll win. She, she's she got it. I mean, look, she got the guy from the bar. She's like, let me take my jacket off. I'll be a different <laughs> Lemon. You know, she'll find a way. I'm not worried about her. It was nice to see her kind of vulnerable and wanting to share how she felt about LaVon because you don't see that much, but it's starting to happen. So I, it's good to look forward to. I think Lemon's a completely different character than she was in last season, and I'm sure working with her, like, you can tell that as well because I was not a Lemon fan in mm-hmm. season one, but now I, I'm 
not Team Ruby, sorry. But um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I actually like Lemon now, which is a very big change, I think, from, from the first season. Yeah, you, I mean, I think she's allowed to show more vulnerability, and, and I think especially what happened when, when George left, you know, and, and I mean, that's so shocking and so painful for that we immediately just totally empathize with her, and, and she... She sort of won. The people who didn't already love her, I did as her father, but <laughs> the, the people who didn't, I think, then went went there, and, and she's such a wonderful, Jamie's yeah. such a wonderful actress, and, and compliments Rachel, mm-hmm. who is so not Lemon, you know, right. she's so open and just caring and, you know, who she is, and, and neurotic and whatever, right. you know. <laughs> she was so quirky in this episode. She's just so funny. And when she was pretending to lose connection with Brooke, I was uh-huh. I thought that was so funny. And she's not afraid to, you know, be that goofy person, the opposite of Lemon, who's so put together all the time and Zoe's all over the place. It's You know what's so great is when you're... It, it, I, tr- I trust her so much and that when we're shooting... I, you know, I know she's great, and, and I, you know, we give as many takes as we want. It. So I'll make sure we have choices when we get into the editing room. And what, the thing about Rachel is she's so real and so subtle that you can just, there's so many things you see when you look at a take in a room without all the noise and action going on on a set. She's, there's so much more there that you can always cut to her. Mm-hmm. You could just you say, let's see if there's a reaction, and there's five reactions in, in the space of three seconds that she'll do that are just tiny little things. You don't see them on a set in real life, but then when you look at them on film, it's like, boy, she's good. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, she's just, she's, she's such a star. She's so wonderful. They all seem great. And I have to say, you mentioning that with the facial expressions, I feel like that's a big part of this show. Like, Lemon, this episode, when she's smiling, she's like... Yeah. <laughs> Hi. And it's like, those are the things that make me laugh every episode because it's not what she said, it's how they react. And you know, deep inside, she wants to say something more than she, she does. Because it's real. That's so good. I mean, you know what's great? Because we don't do car crashes and we don't do chases and murders and all that stuff <laughs> right. yet. Magnolia's learning to drive. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> but it's, um, it, it is, it's about the people. You know, I mean, I always used to joke about it. It was like Mayberry was sex, you know. I mean, it's uh, Mayberry was a show way back when with Andy Griffith. So I mean, yeah. but it was it was um, about a little country town. It was you know it was the everybody was quirky and crazy, but it's it's that Bluebell is that way, you know. Yeah, it's nice to see that Zoe and Wade are still going strong. We're rooting for that. We're and they're fun, it. you know. I was nervous at first when they, you know, it's like how, how are we going to treat their sexuality mm-hmm. and um and I looked at uh, uh, every CW show about you know and, yeah. and the yeah. clenches and the sex scenes and <laughs> how am I going to shoot this? Well, how do we want to shoot this? You know, and and so we treated it at first pretty you know seriously and romantic, and now it's just fun. You it's know? just goofy. Like, it's goofy fun, which Zoe needs in her life a little bit. You know, she takes it too seriously sometimes. She yeah. wants it to be perfect her whole life. You know, that's why I think she was going for George. Just yeah. have fun with Wade. Why not? This <laughs> looks good on paper. This is the way it should be. Let's do this. Yes. You know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it's also nice. Like you were saying the CW shows I mean the Vampire Diaries and all those are so intense and this is kind of like that 
happy place, like in the middle of my week. I go and watch Heart of Dixie, and it, <laughs> it, it lifts you up, except for sometimes when, you know, people break up, and then you get a little sad. But it's, it's you know, it's a breath of fresh air. But that keeps it real, too, because yeah. it's what you were all going through, something like that. Yeah. You know, we have our ups and downs, and, and it's so reflective of, of real life, mm-hmm. and, and uh, then they all sort of get over it by the end. And, <laughs> Yeah. It gets messed up next week. <laughs> see, what happens, yeah, see what happens on the next one. No, that's true. It's very relatable. I mean, even like you're talking about the facial expressions, it's like, I do that stuff, you know? Mm. I'm, I, re- I, like, I feel like I could just fit right on in there and be making those expressions with the rest of them. She's writing a part for herself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> right. The texting um, with Magnolia, I thought that was very relatable. And with Brick and Emily, because I do that all the time. I'm like, oh, I'm waiting for a text oh, from yeah. someone. And they're not texting me back. So, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> Funny, father daughter, kind yeah. of the same situation right there. Well, especially you know if you're if you're older and and you haven't always been texting. I'm mean, somebody like Magnolia's been texting her whole life. Right. Probably got a phone. How yeah. old were you all when you got a phone? Oh, like 12, 12, 13. Twelve, thirteen. Yeah. It's usually the break. That's when my kids did. But I didn't know if it was even younger now. It is probably. Now. It is now. now it's I eight. Think. It's eight. Probably yeah. Yeah. right. No, it's like seven or eight. It's yeah. crazy. My neighbors who are like seven or eight headphones and I'm like how do you know what to do with these things it's life now technology Maybe sure and they probably run they rings around you oh, yeah. Yeah. they can work the phone better than I can't sure. I can't believe how fast people text I mean mm. it's like my, my kid's just gonna go really look out <laughs> but so I mean for a brick it was kind of weird it was like you know getting used to that connection with somebody especially a new woman in his life mm-hmm. you know um but it's uh, and and the etiquette of texting is like what happened here you know why didn't I get something back yeah I also liked how Brick kind of you could tell his a little bit of his insecurity from his first wife and how she's probably left and she has a new family you know I can't go follow her Good. I thought that was a good yeah, yeah a good parallel to what happened in, with the first marriage <laughs> yeah. Woo. we're we're rooting for Brick now though it's time for him to be happy he's he's got lemon magnolia let's get him. Uh, <laughs> A woman in the I deserve, life. yeah, please, yeah. come on. It's true. Thank you. I'm just glad Emily didn't die from the seafood allergy. I was a little oh worried for a second there, but oh, she God, made it I out of life. That. That's good. <laughs> I know. I had a, my handy EpiPen that I right. used to right. So hopefully we'll see more with Emily then, because, I mean, long distance, I'm sure that'll be a whole another storyline to get to see kind of how that relationship develops. Well, because, you know, we probably, you all probably had some kind of long distance, either college, and I must say, I, I'm so impressed how the the young students today handle it. My son had a I'm probably going to get in trouble. Yeah. With this, but <laughs> had a college girlfriend, and and they're very close. And she went off to a West Coast school, and he went to an East Coast school. Mm-hmm. And they were so mature how they handled it. They just said, after the first year, they tried to keep it together, and the second year, they just said, "We're going to split." Smart. And we'll get back together or not, you know? And it was like, I saw it happening right in front of me. And it was like, oh, my God, that's so mature. Yeah. I couldn't even, I wouldn't even know how to pretend to do that. (laughs) I know. I think it's tough. Long distance, everybody tells you. It's not easy. I know. And then you know what? I mean, at least for me, it didn't work out. So it kind of. You know, it just depends. I think if you're meant to be, you're meant to be. But yeah. in the end, it's kind of like, it's definitely tough. I mean, you learn about yourself. Now everyone's getting married a lot later. They're, you know, they've got careers to focus on now. So it is kind I'm of... I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, you don't want to like... <laughs> don't, don't like cut yourself off, you know? Hold yourself back in a way. So it's good that you kind of see those things. But we'll see about Emily and Brick then. Yeah, yeah. I know. Because they're it. adults. We got, you know, at this time, at this point in your life, might as well just... 
go with what you're feeling. That's well, you, right. You root for the parents, too. I mean, I know my mom was a single mom, and you want her to be happy, and you want them to find the person that helps them through. Because one day all the kids are gone. Yeah. One day Magnolia is going to hopefully move out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe onto a boat like Lemon. Who knows? But then Brick will be home by himself. and who? I mean, they're going to be eating peanut butter a lot. Yep. Brick is going to be having oh, a rough no. go of it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you root for those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know who's going to do the laundry. You might have to yeah. learn. <laughs> yeah. Someone's going to have to. Yeah, at that point in your life, you don't have to do the laundry. You're in trouble. Except he probably, they. you know, they have a a, a maid, I think. Usually, in yeah. many episodes, yeah. we've had some kind of house, yeah. housekeeper or something. So mm-hmm. I'm sure somebody does that. The houses, I, I, for some reason, Levon's house. This episode, I forgot how large they make it seem. I think, why does Levon need that? <laughs> why does he mayor. live in this huge place? <laughs> like this is crazy. He's rich. Apparently, he's a rich football player. Yeah. Now. Well, now, okay. Here's here's a secret now, and then Ooh. don't tell anybody. Yes. Okay. But basically, there's one big house. Mm-hmm. Half of it is Levon's house, and half of it is Brick's house. Uh-huh. Brick. So there's a right, there's there's the kitchen, the dining area, the front porch, the front ro- the front door area, and his office. That's Levon's. And then in Brick's, it was the foyer, and then the den and the breezeway, which is mm-hmm. sort of yeah. the outdoor porchway, and then the outside. Smart. And um, this season we've not use the the front the the entry area so much so they've converted that to to uh, lemon's apartment oh. and Levon's bedroom and uh, any number of things and um so but that's all all in one stage all in one place so literally if you walk from Levon's Then you walk into the the entryway of Brick's house. I love that because when I didn't know about that kind of stuff and I was just growing up watching TV, I was like, man, where do they find these nice places that they use, these big apartments? We all know. People think we shoot Mm -hmm. back in the south. They Mm -hmm. think we shoot in in Alabama and they think we shoot or or in in Wilmington, North Carolina, where a lot of shows shoot for the CWN, um, where we did the pilot. And um, remarkably, we shoot... There, there are some second unit shots that are done there, certainly, but we shoot it at Warner Brothers on, on the back lot, and we have our stage, our right. stages. But uh, I've had people say that to me when I say I'm working on this show. Oh, they, they really shoot in North Carolina. It's so cool. And I'm like, that's <laughs> <laughs> But it's great. We spend, a, we spend a lot of time and energy to make it look like we do so that you can't tell, and, and the show is designed to shoot that way. And, and uh, I must say that we have a great uh, visual team and, mm-hmm. and a great crew, and, and they really work very hard to make to create that illusion mm-hmm. that this special place um, we shoot on the same set there there was a movie called the music man mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, the, the play uh, many years ago uh, Robert Preston and Shirley Jones were in it. it shoots right in the town square same town square we're shooting in. that's what we we're saying true bloods there what else Gilmore that town, girls. yeah Gilmore there's girls. so many shows that use that town square and pretty little liars, I yeah. Think. Yeah. liars. we read that yeah. one too uh, somebody said uh, Dukes of Hazard did something there oh sure yeah Oh yeah, Duke shot there, and and uh, I'm trying to think what else. A bunch of shows and and features too, and movies throughout the year. That's the great thing about shooting on the lot is that this is a, we shoot on a stage that I shot the West Wing on when I was on the West Wing when I was vice president mm-hmm. on the West Wing, and I also um, what were the other shows I did. When I was a kid actor, I was in the last season Bonanza was on. It shot on yeah. the same stage we're shooting on now. Wow. And it was That's like, kind of cool. That was the Ponderosa, my God. You know, it was like, <laughs> and it was, it's, it, the, the, the continuity of shooting on a lot 
and on a on a, you know, a studio lot is remarkable because there's a plaque on the on the you mm-hmm. know and you see all the movies that were shot here and you know Casablanca was on this mm-hmm. stage oh my god you know it's incredible so it's there's there's a great sense of history which I think helps us too with Bluebell and it's about it's a town with a lot of history and so there's there's mm-hmm. a lot of emotion there it's funny so it's it's not as artificial as one would think it would be yeah it's good it definitely looks authentic you know that's good I'm, i feel like it's my home right <laughs> good. that works good. why not i know i did also like zoe and brick's kind of interactions this week because they always have that tension but it was really good that zoe kind of came in and helped you out a little bit i right. thought that was kind of a good just a diversion from what's usually the relationship yeah i mean it's 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 such a treat we you know we sit down the week before we start shooting, while we're shooting the previous episode, um, two days before we start shooting the new episode, we sit down and read it at lunch with all the cast and director and and all the creative people, and we sit down and read it. And rarely does that happen anymore, but we all love the characters and love the the, the work so much, it's like, oh gosh, we can't wait to get there to find out what's going to happen. And and usually something new about your character is revealed about all of us, you know, and you have a scene like like myself and, and Rachel and, and uh, or with, you know, I'll have a couple of episodes I've spent more time with, uh, with George. Mm-hmm. George and I, he's helped me out of a jam in this last episode we just shot. And... Um, and it's so much fun because all of a sudden they'll reveal and create a whole part of your character that is new. And it's like, wow, okay, that's going to happen. All right, let's do that. That's going to be fun to act. I mean, for oh. acting that way and kind of getting to change it up, you know? Yeah. And they do. They listen to the actors and they pick up on it. And especially with, um, you know, like, say, Golden, who plays Ruby, and, and, and Caitlin, who, who plays Annabeth, when they first started, they have such an ear and the writers do they'll find little things that you do or say and they'll pick up on it and you'll come back in the next episode and they'll highlight that and they'll elaborate on that you know or pick up like no no you know like look you know press came up with that they then they found it and they just kept writing it to to your strengths and it's it's wonderful there i mean it's it's it feels really good yeah that's nice what is the shooting schedule like for you all like are you there every day or how many hours you know just so people other fans of hard dixie know kind of how much well, we, you know, there's always there's so many different parts of a show. Mm-hmm. So I think typically we shoot for seven days, seven, you know, so we shoot like a week and a half, mm-hmm. um, which is about normal for a, for a show like this. And that's one episode? One episode. Okay. And then a director preps the, the seven days before that. So a director preps the seven days prior and then the seven days shoot and then seven days of editing, mm-hmm. post-production for, an, for the director. And um, most of us are there... Depends if you're heavy or light in an episode. If you're light, you may be there one or two days. Right. If you're heavy, you'll be there five days, maybe six days sometimes. But usually you get a break because, oh, Zoe and Wade are off. So the day they're going to do that, you're off. Right. You know, and or Lemon and, and, and Caitlin, or Lemon and Annabeth are doing something. And and, and so the, Zoe will be off. So it, it, it it's staggered, and it's remarkable that it... That Rachel actually gets time off. Yeah, you know? that's nice to have some flexibility there just for 
Yeah, you could have a that's, life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that seems great, right? Ideal. Perfect I know. And, and when first starting to watch the show, and so much of the first season, it really, really did focus on Zoe. She was the main character, and she still is, but I feel like these other characters really hold their own. They're not just the sidekick or, you know, the next-door neighbor. They're, they're people that you grow attached to. Like we're saying, we're rooting for Lemon. She's rooting for Ruby. It's, it's not so much uh, the Zoe show. It's everybody yeah. means something in the show, which I think is really nice. Yeah, you know, it reminds me, there used to be a show called Allie McBeal, I don't know if you remember yeah. that, yeah. but it reminds me of a show like that, where really what's happening, it's an office where people are nuts, they're all crazy, <laughs> but within the confines of that, they, they're finding ways to get along and to learn how to work with each other and have a good time and, and get what they need out of their life, mm-hmm. and so it... it it reminds me of that in many ways, and, and it's funny and, and charming, and, and also I like the music. Yeah, I I'm love a, the music. I'm a country fan. Me so. too. Yeah. Oh, obsessed. I know. I love it. I'm like, who's that this week? That's great. Um, so for fans watching at home, head to iTunes and rate and comment for us. Let us know what you thought about this episode, especially with the director sitting here with us. And also head to AfterBuzz TV to check out all the other shows that you might be a fan of. we got a, a huge lineup. we got some more coming for you, so definitely be looking out for that. Now, what else? We want to kind of know what else you're going to be up to. Gosh, I mean, uh, I am prepared. I'm going to go to work uh, not tomorrow, but the day after tomorrow. And so I, you know, I get to, I have a leisurely schedule this week. Uh, and I'm getting, so between all that, I, and, I'm, and what I do is, as an actor, I get to, I'll spend three or four hours a day just working on scenes mm-hmm. and just playing them in my head and, and rehearsing and uh, it, okay, actors note I, I actually use my iPhone and I take a recorder and I'll record the other characters lines leave spaces where mine are and then when I'm I'll drive the car and I just turn my iPhone on and then I'll just play the scene That's while smart. I'm driving you know and <laughs> and um so I'm doing that, and I'm, and Thanksgiving is coming. So I'm I'm getting ready. My my kids are all coming. Uh, I'm, I'm n- newly divorced, uh, two years. So uh, I get them this this uh, Thanksgiving. So they're all coming. Two from the East Coast. My other daughter lives out here. So we're all going to get together at my new place down at the beach and and uh, have Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving at the beach. So I've got a, I got a stand up paddleboard. A, oh, a lesson fun. for us: a sailing. <laughs> we're going sailing one day, going out to dinner and bike rides, and just stuff. that sounds fun. Yours yeah. sounds yeah. much better. We're all going yeah. to the cold. <laughs> yeah. I know you're going back. And you're going the other way. That but sounds great. At the end of the day, all we want to do is have a bunch of food with family, exactly, and get into big arguments, <laughs> right? <laughs> because that's, that's what you do. It is right. It uh, is. Every Thanksgiving <laughs> on the way back, Jesus, I can't <laughs> believe I do this every year. They're you, nuts. You get excited for it every year yeah, too, and then it happens. Again, you're like, it happened again. It happened. It was awful. So bad. Do you all now? Do you have you have relatives that are you don't see after, and then all of a sudden here they come, and oh my god, don't talk politics. Don't <laughs> yeah. get into that. Yes. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. Uh, it's always me and my little sister. It's like we butt heads as soon as we come back. You know, she she was in the, she was in the house for four years alone. You think that it would be fine when I come back to get a little attention, right? Oh, we butt heads hardcore, but it's fun. It's funny how nothing changes. Mm-hmm. It just goes right back. And if you're, you're 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 adults and you go home and all of a sudden you're just a little girl. You know, you're just a baby girl. Like, oh, there's my baby girl. It's like stop it. Yeah. 
Oh, the holidays. I don't mind it all the time. <laughs> yeah, you can take a look. At least for a little bit longer, right? Yeah. I know, I know. So will we be looking for just some more episodes that you're directing for Heart of Dixie? Yes. Uh, I'm, good. I'm uh, This is, uh, I've done two so far mm-hmm. this year, and I will do the uh, finale episode, which is the 22nd. Okay. So uh, I've been lucky enough to get um, the bigger episodes, you know, and... Um, it's it's really fun because I know they'll they'll build up to something big and yeah. and uh, I, I just it's such a treat for me I get to do two of the two of the three things that I love the most and I won't talk about the third but <laughs> so um, to act and direct you know on a show with uh, people I love and and written by people I I, I love and um, it's it's just a it's a dream come true I I couldn't be happier. In the future, do you hope to continue doing more acting or directing or some of both? I'm having so I mean, I was predominantly just directing. I'd sort of pulled away from acting and gotten into directing. And I must say, I'm sort of reborn as an actor. I mean, I, I'm having so much fun and learning so much that it's just, it's revitalizing. I mean, I sort of went in directing because, you know, as you, because I, I started out as a kid actor, so I've gone through different age groups, uh, you know, and as you get into different age categories, the parts are bigger, smaller, better, or more challenging, or less challenging, and I got to a point that, it, you know, after being a leading man for so long, and now it wasn't, the parts weren't that interesting, so I got into directing and producing, and now on a show like this, it's just so rewarding and so much fun to be an actor again, um, that I, and I've seen it for a lot of, uh, for performers after they get to a certain age. The parts get better, so they're they're getting better again. So so hey, bring it. I mean, I just now I'm having so much fun as an actor, and, and a director is exhausting. <laughs> it is just it. it crushes you. I mean, you literally. I used to just sleep four or five hours a night for for a month while I'm doing a show, and then crash after I was done. God forbid you got if you're lucky enough to have show after show after <laughs> show. It's like you sleep on the plane, go into the next location. So. I must say I'm I'm loving being an actor and I'm loving how much fun I'm having doing it. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. it's nice you can do both. You get the best of both worlds right now. Yeah, absolutely. Very nice. Very nice. Well, should we get into some news and gossip? Mm. Like it's time. After Buzz. (laughs) I just have a little bit for you guys today. All right. So um, November 10th, um, a few days ago, Rachel Bilson actually celebrated the one-year anniversary of ShoeMint.com, which is her online shoe website that she has with designer Nicole Chavez. And you can go up, sign, go online, sign up. You get a pair of shoes each month, one of those type Hello. deals. So I need I was, to be doing that. Yeah. We, should we always talk about how great Rachel Wilson's uh-huh. style is, and apparently we can well. have a little piece of that. Um, and, of course, Jamie King was there at her one-year anniversary party um, in West Hollywood, and so was Lauren Conrad. So wow. Wow. The yeah. stylish yeah. people. Yeah. I love it. Um, Jamie King told E! Online this past week um, that she has three rules for entertaining me. Entertaining, excuse me. She's a homebody and known for being that. So her first rule is to mix well, invite a fun group of people that don't necessarily know each other, but will make good conversation. Number two, stock up on marshmallows. Yes. (laughs) Um, She says that um, making s'mores by the fire is a fun way to have fun at a party. And then number three, get in the game, stock up on board games and have them ready for your party. And my last little bit of news and gossip is, of course, what we all saw 
on the teaser for next week's episode, the moment we've been waiting for, Olympic gold gymnast Michaela Maroney oh, is going to yeah. be on the show next week. So that's all I have. Did Good. you get to work with her at all when she was on the show? No, I wasn't there that day. There? No. I, um, but uh, I, she, she was written in a script, and, and I, you, know, you never know if it's going to actually end up being her or if she could mm-hmm. make it or how it was going to work out, you know. Um, but but I'm thrilled that she was there. Y'all are having a lot of good guest stars. I mean, Michaela, and then you had Laura Bell Bundy. It's kind of... It's, Laura Bell yeah. is, is coming back. We've, we, that's what we oh, heard, no. so we'll see. Yeah. Oh, we'll no. see what she has she's in store for us. Bunch. She's <laughs> crazy. She's, she's yeah. so funny. She was actually, she's in uh, Africa right now uh, oh, entertaining wow. the troops. Oh, that's nice. awesome. I know, she's great. She's such a... Uh, Fabulous performer. I mean, we're blessed the people we get on this show, and she's like, okay, she, you know, so we're going to shoot all of her scenes in one day next, wow. uh, the following, a week from Monday or uh, next Monday. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, we'll look forward, forward to it. To, I know. I'm excited. Okay, it's time for predictions. <gasps> you might have to help us out. You might know some. I mean, he definitely knows stuff. <laughs> I already said one of mine. George and Tansy, something's happening. Woo. Yeah, that was, that was my prediction. I don't know how I feel deal. about that, but, I mean, what can you do? We got Wade and Zoe together. George and Tansy, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, he likes I, the blondes. He, he likes the yes. blondes. He does like the blondes. And Tansy, se- I mean, Tansy seems crazy, but not as crazy as the last Who's sane in this town? I mean, <laughs> right. who, are there any sane no. ones, really? To be honest, I don't think anybody in this world is sane. You just keep it at home. <laughs> you know? Like, you keep it together. You keep the crazy at home and put on a face for when you go out. Um, along the relationship lines, I'm thinking now that this... Ruby, Luvon things happening. There has to be a new guy for them. And she has to maybe take the plunge and, like, the guy at the bar do something differently because everything she's doing now isn't really working out. So I think maybe in the next couple episodes we'll see something happen for her. <laughs> yeah? She needs a new man. <laughs> I think He's trying that, to keep his poker face <laughs> I think, uh, um, you know, I think that th- that somebody does recur that, that she knows and, and so she has that. But I don't... I'd I'd love to see the next big love of her life. Mm-hmm. I mean, because um, I, I think that uh, she's obviously very passionate about life, and she needs somebody to you know like dump that on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I still think she needs some time to be single. Hopefully, we'll see. I mean, you know, she's because now she likes Levon. Like she's focusing her energy on someone. Like focus it on you, girlfriend. Go. Yeah, yeah. No, you're <laughs> so right. So we'll see. I wonder what Lemon's next job will be. Because we were talking, she kind of she kind of failed at the at the waitressing job. She yeah, tried, absolutely. but that was definitely not her calling in life. And now she she planned Levon's campaign, so she needs to move on to something else. I guess we'll see what she decides to do. Well, it, you know, Christina, it's good. I mean, because it it's it may be something she's done before. And, you know, I know she is thirty, which we I had no idea that she was thirty years old. Like her character yes and so i guess you know we've missed a few years of her and i think i i think what you said you know about michelle about her being um you know about entertaining it may have something to do with that oh. you know oh, okay interesting mm. she could be like the party planner for hello Luba, right <laughs> maybe that totally maybe. would be perfect you know what? i have planner i have kind of a random question for you do you know we talk about this every week the fact that clearly in this episode going back to the election every vote counts because bluebell is a very small town how many people are supposed to be in Bluebell? Do you know? <laughs> because we've tried to figure it out before. I think there's like maybe tops like 50. I've only seen no. at the party. Well, I don't know. And there's that, no kids. So, I mean, you know, right? you know, yeah. every now and then we'll have little kids down in downtown. <laughs> um, 
I would, you know, I would say in Bluebell, what, you know, eight, ten thousand. Yeah, yeah, like like my town. Twelve thousand people, Super you know. Small. But then, but then it's as you spread out. There's people, that, you know, that sometimes come into town and sometimes don't. Right. And plus, Mobile is really close, right? So they kind of mix them. Yeah. Now we have ten thousand one with Tansy at least, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. she's many. six feet I mean, out there. Is that too big? Is that too big for Bluebell? I mean, I feel like it would be smaller. I don't even know like why. Four or five thousand. Yeah, I yeah. honestly feel like there'd be like one or two stop stoplights in that town. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not, no not, stoplights. Not really yeah. anywhere to go. So I don't know. I know we're always like, wonder how big yeah. it actually is. <laughs> it depends on the episode. Yeah. I think it's really. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Any other predictions? No. I think That's we covered them. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we kind of wrapped up that episode pretty well. Thank you for joining Ba-boom. us, Tim. Thank we you. appreciate it. You guys it. are so much fun. I where appreciate can, it. Where can people find you on Twitter or your website or anything like that? Uh, Tim, I'm at, uh, at Tim Matheson okay. on Twitter. And um, um, I'm on Facebook as well. Oh, perfect. And uh, so, yeah, I'm out there. Yeah. And comment, and we'll try to figure out any other things that you want to want to know. Yeah. Bring it. Yes. And I'm Whitney, at Whitney Lane 1118 on Twitter. And I'm at Page I'm at C. Archer on Twitter. And you can follow me at Michelle Renee LA. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.